Previously on the Adventure Zone, there is some kind of force field, and it's surrounding the only other door in this room on the opposite end of the pit that you're currently standing over. You will need divine intervention. You you will find it at the Temple of Istus. All right. There is a skeleton. I would be willing to help you out, to help you seek divine intervention from Istis herself, but I will need my brother's help in order to do so. So you help me rob this bank, it'll take five minutes. I know you're in a hurry. Hell yeah. It's a caper! Yeah, fuck it. What's the plan? Isaac's next to last entry in Isaac's journal reads, From the moment I saw it, I knew there was nothing I wouldn't do to get that cup. I just didn't know why. I killed Jack. I saw my prize. The cup I had killed my very best friend for in June's hands. June bug. Roswell says, what would you like me to do? I hope these boys never find my journal. My live journal, that is. Unless you want to hear all about my chemical romance. It's the Adventure Zone. Have an idea, fellas. Oh, go, oh. go with me on this. Okay. Roswell, Junebug. Okay. Yeah. What? What do you need? Go get the chalice for us. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's very good. I thought maybe uh, that might work. Forty-five the, seconds in. Done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I. I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, Dunk. You are. You are. You. I mean, you are in that moment right after what what just happened at the end of the last episode. You. Uh. You now know Roswell's command word. Um. It is. Uh, 1153, you're still at the end of that same loop, um, and uh, it, sort of the clay has been cleaned up, uh, pulled pulled back into Roswell's form. Uh, Merle and Magnus, you've both sort of recovered. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's 1153, and Redmond finally walks into the bank, uh, and the uh, that elf uh, wizard is, is with him, uh, and they are holding the lockbox that had that big bomb in it. Uh, and they both kind of nervously look at Roswell as they walk in, but kind of don't uh, aren't don't seem too afraid of them because Roswell's not like now attacking anybody. No, everyone's being cool. We're all yeah, being every- little fantasy Fonzies. Everyone's being really cool. And Redmond says, uh, "Well, it seems like everything went pretty pretty well in here, all things considered." I don't know how. <laughs> Got really confused halfway through what was happening there, but uh, what was in the vault? I, I gotta know. Gems. Food. There was a, some sandwiches. Taco. Well, they're not going to remember this anyways. Fuck it. Redmond sends the the elf that's with him into the vault to kind of poke around and look around. Redmond says, uh, "Well, it didn't seem like it was the the prettiest job, but um, I, I got to say, you you got it done." Listen, Redmond. Uh, we're we're pretty short on time here, fella. Um, we did the thing for you, and we will tell you what's in the vault. But we need you to come with us to your brother. To do what you can with the Temple of Istis, that was the deal. Okay, yeah, no, just give me like uh, like fifteen minutes nope. or so if you don't. We gotta know. go. No, nope, no, nope, nope, absolutely nope. not. No, 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 no. Gotta go now. It really, it really can't wait. Okay, Roswell, grab him. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Roswell <laughs> says, uh, "You got it," and kind of just like bear bear hugs the uh, bear hugs Redman, and Redman's give like, him "This, a is, back this is unnecessary. This is unnecessary." Okay, we're going to the temple. Come on, Roswell. 
Okay, Roswell is now sort of... Uh, Roswell says, okay, you got it. And uh, is... Uh, walks, put, him on walks. Your, put him on your shoulders like a toddler. Oh, oh that'd be but... cute. Watch the doorways. Oh, that clunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, kind of fireman carries him out of the, the building and, and does bonk his head on the, the side of the door as, as Roswell carries Redmond out of the bank. Um, uh, it's 11.54. And just remember, that. this bank was robbed by the Wet Bandits. <laughs> Griffin, um, did you roll to see if him bonking his head killed him? <laughs> oh, it was I actually rolled a critical miss, so the bank falls down, I guess. I think that's how that works. <laughs> it's going to. It's a bad bank. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's 11.54, you're, uh, you actually see Horsey, Magnus, you're the, the, the horse that you stole, essentially, uh, at, during the last episode, uh, runs up through the woods and kind of, uh, goes to the water trough in front of the sheriff's office where it was before. All right, so do we want a horse and Geralt this? That's like a high level spell slot. Yeah. It's 11, it's 11.55. Fucking five minutes. Well, hold on. I'll take Redman and Horsey. Merle and, and Taco, you do Geralt. Oh, no, no, no. Not after last week. No, uh-uh. I'm not putting up with that Geralt horse shit. Okay. I'm pretty sure you rode on the other horse last week. I yeah. did. I know. But last week, Geralt called me dense and fast. Okay, well, how fast is Roswell, Griffin? Um, Not the fastest. Okay. I've it's, summoned, uh, I've summoned uh, Geralt. No shit. I hope you like walking, little man. Get on. <laughs> I'd love, as much as I'd love the grand spectacle of watching those stubby little legs pump their way all the way to wherever the hell we're going, I ain't going to see it today. Get on. Um, Hi-yo, Carol! Away! Don't talk to me, little okay, man. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red- Redman is, like, down to, to go with you and help you out. He doesn't need to be restrained. Okay. Um, he uh, does have to be Little Spoon, though, and ride in front of me. He I says, uh, that's how I prefer it. And uh, little little spoons on you, and uh, yeah, you 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 ride up the uh, the path up the side of the uh, the plateau to the west of town, and uh, you get to the cave uh, at that plateau. It's about eleven fifty seven as you as you make your way inside and dismount and run into the cave. And as soon as you do, you see Luca, the skeleton brother. Uh, and uh, seeing that Redmond is in the cave, they sort of don't do their... He, he doesn't do his act of pretending to be dead. Uh, and he says, uh, Brother! Have you finally returned brother! to your... Brother! Brother! Have you brother. returned to your senses? Who, who are these gentlemen with you? And Redmond says, uh, There's not much time, Luca. These, these men have business with Istis. I, I told me try to raise the temple. And Luca says, uh, Well then, come come and sit with me, weary travelers. Tell me your life's journey. No, just, I would like to hear the winding agree? paths that Our Lady of Fate no. has led you down. We, if you wish, I could start with my own autobiography. No, we have like three minutes. You don't want to hear about the beautiful rolling foothills of you Star Hollow. That, yes, oh. in five minutes, you can tell us that story. Uh, okay, if you insist. And by uh, the way, when we say raise the temple, we mean R-A-I-S-E, not R-A-Z-E. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Take that whole conversation again. Take it from by the By the way. We're wasting yeah. time. Now it's when we say raise the temple, we mean R-A-I-S-E. We don't mean R-A-Z-E. Unf- unfortunately, that was the time that I needed to blow up the town. Be if you And let that be a lesson to you now, Dad. If you don't <laughs> use your character voice, people then die. the apocalypse people, people happens. People die. <laughs> Uh, no, you, you, you managed to get Luca out in time, uh, and you I, I think all of you just kind of sprint the short distance from the cave to the temple, um, and it's, it's 11.59, and Redmond rolls out a, a, a little mat in front of the fallen temple, and uh, the, the two brothers get on their, 
their knees and they place their hands together and they start to do this prayer. Um, and they say, uh, uh, Lady of Fate, Motheristus, author of the story of life and the nurture of passing time, we beseech these things in your name. Raise this temple so that, and like as soon as they say raise this temple, it starts to like rebuild itself in a hurry and it starts to de-age, if that's a, if that's a verb. It starts to youngify. Um, and, uh, the, the, the walls sort of rebuild themselves. You see the curtains, uh, that were, that were laying on the ground. They just sort of lift themselves into the air and they snap perfectly over the windows. Um, Griffin, the, I would the... like to do a carpentry check to see if okay. I'm impressed by how it's building itself. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I never get I mean, to that, use that skill. I mean, that's not a skill Shh. per se. Okay. Uh, it's an 18. Um, and I think I add 10. You had a hundred. You had a hundred to that, yeah. So no, yeah, it's super. It's super impressive. I mean, you can also tell that like this thing was built pretty well for for the limited resources available to whoever built it. Praisestus. Um, and the steeple starts to uh, right itself, um, sort of casting a shadow over your your party. And as, as it's rebuilding itself, you hear the clocks start to chime behind you. Um, and the final piece, those two double doors facing the town, they snap into their frame right as you hear that that anguished roar coming from the the purple worm. Um, and from your vantage point, you see the city of refuge start to buckle and collapse in on itself, and the double doors swing open, and you hear a voice beckoning you from I go. Within. Magnus rushes in. Okay. Uh, this is one instance in which Taco is not good out here. Uh, Taco will follow. Okay. Yeah, but and as you're as you're running in, the two brothers are who still have their eyes closed and heads bowed in prayer are just like go 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 go. I turn back and I'm like sorry about this, litter dudes. Merle, you rushing in as well? I yeah. Peace out. I'm gone. Okay. Yeah. All three of you run into the temple, and and you do so as like that explosion was coming, but as soon as you cross through like the threshold of the door. There is no explosion. There is no calamity. And and back when you look back through the open doors, you can see the two brothers still kneeling, but they're like backlit by fire. And but it, but in here inside the temple, it's completely still. You see the the rows of pews lining an aisle leading up to a, a fairly humble pulpit. Um, behind that is a, a tapestry showing uh, a, a city of of happy, busy people all nestled in the embrace of a, a, a beautiful woman with long flowing white hair and that woman is in front of you in the flesh hail or, and well met or whatever gods are made of and as you as you call out to her she she looks up from she's knitting uh something and she sort of sits on the steps leading up to the pulpit uh, and she she looks up and says uh well the three of you are well let me do a voice yeah please um, come on set a standard for the rest of us she says, um, well, the three of you are, are just in time. And she, she puts her knitting down. And the three of you are standing before an actual, literal goddess. Um, what, do you, what do you do? Let me handle this, guys. Kind of my area of expertise. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> oh, God. I'm so scared. How you doing? Oh god. Cool. No, okay. no, no, no. Not as bad as it could have gone. Love the hair. Could have been worse. She kind of she kind of laughs and uh uh sort of runs her hand through her hair which is like it's kind of shimmering silver with like a tinge of blue and she says uh 
Oh, thanks. I've I've had it for a while. All uh, hail, I, mighty Isthmus. It's uh, it's Isthmus actually. <laughs> it's not. Merry not, Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, mighty Isthmus. Um, I will. I don't blame you for not knowing about me. I'm sort of an older goddess in this in this realm. My followers are are few, and most of them are somewhat lacking in devotion. It's it's hard to. Get behind a goddess who's all about enforcing the whims of fate when, you know, the, the whims of fate deliver nothing but mass destruction upon you. Um, but it's good to see the three of you. It's good to see you as well, Milady Fate. Um, oh, God. <laughs> just go with me on this. Uh, she says... Um, I've got rustic hospitality coming out of my ass. Everybody loves Magnus. Um, how I, I want to ask the question, like, how the three of you are... Because you've never... I want to impress upon you, you're standing in front of a deity, and I don't think that's happened to any of you before, and I just kind of want to know how that treats you. I would say that Magnus is not religious, but he's very spiritual. Okay. Um, <laughs> Taka doesn't get the appeal. I mean, they can do magic, he can do magic, he feels like they're just about equal. Okay. Merle's rocked to his very core. All right, good. You have um, a hand from a god. Um, well, yeah. Oh, gosh. Thanks for the wood hand, God. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> is, this isn't the first divine proof you have received. Well, maybe I'm looking for a better deal. Keep that on the DL. Yeah. Uh, a better deal. Istis, Istis beckons all of you to come in um, through the through the entryway um, and motions for you to sit down in the front row of, of pews and have a chat with her. And uh, she says, um, look, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but this, this town is sick. Yes. Obviously, the, the whims of, of fate aren't being obeyed as much as they're being made a mockery of. And, and the force that's wielding the temporal chalice is forcing everyone in this town to relive the same horrible day, the same horrible hour over and over again. That's not right. And you may find this upsetting, boys, but... But you are dying. Time isn't time isn't rewinding every day at noon. It's repeating for everyone. But for some reason, the temporal chalice or whatever's wielding it is allowing you to remember the loops. Oh, wait, hold on. So we are dying. Yeah. So when this is all done, are we going to be dead? Not if you get out after a loop that you survive. And that's maybe something I can I can help you out with, she says. Although, if we got out after a loop that we died during, that would be a hell of a thing, huh? Yeah, right? Wouldn't that, be, that would be like waking up dead, am I right? I don't want to get into semantics here. Okay, you really razzed me there. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's Taco. So you get Taco, baby. That's Taco. That's Which Uncut. She, uh, she, uh, she says... Uh, Uncut, she says, huh, that's funny. And she reaches into this white tunic that she's wearing and she pulls out a small pair of scissors and she cuts a loose string out of the, the scarf that she's knitting. And But she does it in kind of a, a, a vaguely intimidating way. And, and that string falls to the floor. And she All tucks right, talk, the scissors back in her tunic. Tacos are perfectly intimidated. Okay. Um, she says... Um, now, I would need to make, have her make an intimidation check. <laughs> Okay. Uh, 19. I don't know what I'm rolling against there. Yeah, let's just say that probably did the yeah, job. He's intimidated. <laughs> um, 
She says, uh, she, she puts her, her knitting down again, and she says, the three of you are just so special. You know that, right? Like, our existence is made up of, of countless realities where the same people are just doing the same actions at the same time in, in parallel worlds throughout the echoes of creation, except for you. The, the three of you are the only three of you that there are doing the things the three of you do here in this world. I, when I say that you're unique, I'm not being flattering. I'm being quite literal. I and, think we and, assumed that our uh, uh, the way we were different was just because we weren't here when this uh, spell got cast. I'm not even talking about this town taco. I'm, ta- I'm talking about all of it. The, the 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 world the plane the the planar system reality existence all of it you the three of you are anomalies and i i certainly you know have godlike powers i don't like to brag i don't i've never known anything like the three of you and i i don't know why that is but i'm intrigued because whether you realize it or not you've been serving as my agents for what? longer than you could ever remember how far you've, back Really, really far back. Yeah, I mean, like two th- weeks, much farther than that. Three, Don't weeks. say three, not three weeks. No. Three, three weeks. Almost your entire lives, the three of you have been preventing things that go against the designs of fate from happening, stopping powers that would reshape reality used by people who shouldn't be using them, and 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 that's my whole jam. But and, it's just, I'm sorry, but there's some really shitty stuff that has happened in all of our lives. Like, do you, yeah. like, just, uh, like, I don't know, Fandolin? That kind of shit? That's what's supposed to happen? No, it wasn't. You, that was one that you kind of goofed up on. Oh, but that was a goofer. That was yeah. one, okay. That's a mulligan. But you tried to stop it. That's what I'm saying. The, the three of you have been serving as my agents for so long, and you you've done so much great work here in Refuge the the probably the most fucked up fate defying place that ever was or ever will be and 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 you've done so much to try to stop it i'm i'm i want to ask you to make it formal i want you to become my emissaries in this world and if you do i i will grant you my blessing hmm we've already got a gig what, what's that uh what's that entail yeah just keep doing what you're doing. It's just cool. stop the Done. stop. Cool. The, yeah. <laughs> you got keep, it. Keep standing in the way of forces that want to reshape creation in their in in their image, following their will and not the the will of fate. Listen, if we pledge our allegiance to you, does that mean I get to watch Merle's hand fall off? Good question. If so, yes. Oh, you're talking about Pan, right? Yes. D- or Dan, as I've come to know. Yeah, Pan. Pan <laughs> I, the call Dan? Him, I call him Dan as well. That's amazing. D- Merle, Pan and I are best buds. We, we we have a weekly poker night over in the Celestial Plane. So so don't even sweat that. I don't think he's going to hold this charge against you. What kind of bennies do we get? Uh, many bennies, she says and smiles. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm done. Yeah. Where do I sign? How about... We do this as like a trial basis. We make this one the test run of how this goes. And if we make it to the other side of this whole time loop thing and survive, we're good to go. I mean, I guess I can live with that. I haven't seen you do anything so far 
that has defied faith's will. So I, I, you've earned a certain amount of trust, I suppose. I stick my hand out. I, we don't have to handshake. You actually, in fact, you shouldn't touch me. I keep my we hand We really out. ought to have our lawyers look at this. I just, I just, I think you might explode. I go for a high five instead. That would double explode you. Yeah, that's a super duper bad idea. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I put my hand down, but I high five myself quietly. She says, uh, "Taco uh, Merle, you are you interested?" <sighs> okay. <laughs> cool. So it seems like uh, two two of three. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Is it more work? Good question. <laughs> I ideally it'll be the same amount of work. I'm sorry. Huh? It won't Could be it be less, less work? work? No, I don't think. I know that's tacos. Ta- sort of ta- whole. god powers. Is there judgment involved? Uh, as long as you don't, you know, cr- cross me. I guess. So okay. So hold on. The one thing we can't do is do what we're not supposed to do, but we don't know what that is. Just you know, you know what it is. Cool. I'm I'm still on board. You you had me at hello. Okay, um, she sort of, uh, she, how would she do that? Okay, she knits, uh, she, she pulls out a, a new color of thread from her tunic and knits it into this scarf, which you now see, like, it doesn't end. It just kind of f- fades into maybe another plane or something like that. It, it's already, the, what you can see is already a very long scarf. And she, she knits this new thread into it. And as she does, um, these three sigils of Istis um, appear in front of you, f- floating in front of you, and they're the same sigils that you've seen uh, the the two brothers were wearing, and you saw some of uh, this this sort of symbolism. I mean, God, you can see it in this temple whenever you look around you, and it uh, it's kind of a it's a circular symbol with a, a needle in its center with uh, sort of strings represented by these little brass lines that that wrap around the needle and the the symbol as a whole, and and they are essentially little pendants um, that are uh, floating in front of each of you, one apiece. I take I take it. Okay. Um as as you take them she says um I have more blessings to bestow upon you of course I wouldn't just give you some necklaces. Um she says Merle I have something for you since you're sort of a nurturer of both plants and people I'm going to grant you something sort of unique among my followers a bit of um a bit of fateful leeway. And uh she knits something into the scarf and uh, in front of you, Merle, a small, uh, about tennis ball-sized orb appears. And inside of it uh, is, it looks like there's like a sandstorm brewing in it. Light-colored uh, sand swirls with these golden flecks that, that sort of shine light across your face as you look into this orb. And she says, uh, this orb, when smashed, will send your consciousness nine seconds into the past. It's not quite enough to rewrite the fate of all mankind, perhaps, but... Maybe enough time to fix a mistake or save a loved one, she says. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, you have I this. stare at it. I stare at it. And I say, it's beautiful. It is pretty beautiful. I wonder um, how long before Merle forgets he has that. Has what? Yep. You, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Um, she says, uh, taco for you. And knits something into the scarf, and a small brown bag appears in front of you, and it's cinched with a golden thread, and that thread is uh, uh, bound together with a knot, which is threaded into this golden glowing lock. And she says, this taco is a bag of necessity, 
And it's it's kind of curious. I don't know what's inside, and neither will you until the appointed time that the item or items inside are exactly the item or items that you most need. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I don't want to tell you your It's business, a magic bag. You might want to keep it on your person at all times. You're saying that the I had courage within me the entire time. <laughs> I just needed this bag to bring it out, right? Um, as you as you sort of grab the the bag, you actually do feel a weight inside of it. So something is in there that's like not a weight just, set. Something that's not just fucking courage. No, it's not just like a weight set. For talking is to it, get buff? Do I okay? Do I is it like an ambiguous just like weight to it, or do I have a feeling there is a a solid concrete object in uh, obviously not concrete but there is yeah, a there's physical a physical object th- in there th- there's a physical object in there the nature of which a- would not change if i were to remove it like now or in three days or whatever um the nature of this bag is that you would not be able to remove it until you most needed it hence the the golden glowing lock on it okay good kind of a schrodinger's bag i love it um and I put it in my most special pocket, my armpit pocket. Okay. Is that your best? That's my best one. Yeah. That's the most uh, nobody ever thinks to look there. And Istis says, uh, and for you, Magnus, you're gonna need a tool to strike down the unnatural time locked barriers preventing you from reaching your goal down yes, in the quarry, please. Right? Yes. She looks up and above you and uh looks looks down back at you and she says, um, I think I have just the thing. Um, and I actually want you, Magnus, to make a dexterity saving throw. And go ahead and add That's your... That's a fl- nat 20. Is it really? It really is. Okay. It's, a, it's an inconsequential one. It's a swag roll, if anything. But from behind you, you hear a crash. And as you, as you look to see what it was, you, you realize that the clock has fallen out of the steeple. And into this main sanctuary space and crashed right by the front door. And after the debris settles, the pile starts to rattle. It, it, it rattles for a bit and then something comes flying out of it. And you recognize it as the minute hand of that clock, which arcs high through the air. And then you just fucking reach one hand up and grab it. And, and claim it. Oh, and I now grace that all the shit out of that. Yeah, and and now that it's been restored, you can really appreciate the craftsmanship of this of this minute hand. It's it's this woven light metal. Um, you think maybe mithril, um, and it ends in a razor sharp point. And the metal comes together to form a really long straight base, which you can uh, uh, you could easily get a nice grip on. And for all intents and purposes, it's basically a spear. Nice. Uh, and she says, um, want to see something cool? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and throw that at my pulpit? It's, fi- it's fine. This place is about to explode again anyways. And as you look around, like, the wall, the front wall of the temple is actually starting to buckle a little bit. Okay. I, I have the spear and do as the lady asks. All right. Yeah, you chuck the spear and it sticks into the, the um, wooden panel of the pulpit. And she says, uh, okay, now... Recall it. <gasps> to me, spear friend. Um, the spear reverses <laughs> its path in time, re- reversing the path it just flew, arriving back in your hand, but the damage that it did to the pulpit is still there. That's awesome. She says, um, 
I've enchanted this so you'll be able to pierce the barriers that have prevented your, your progress in your quest. Just like whenever um, or like one-time use? Whenever you want. Um, awesome. Although, she says, hmm, you won't have them after this loop comes down. So, And then she, she reaches in it into her, her tunic and pulls out a couple of, of threads and starts for, for like 15 seconds. She's just furiously knitting these into this scarf. And then she says, uh, okay, I don't often do this but I've edited things a bit. So you've actually had these gifts from before you even came to refuge. Awesome. Oh, great. Um, and that the wall behind you has started to, to buckle a little bit more. Um, you actually can't see the, the brothers anymore uh, out, outside of the door. She says, uh, it looks like our time here is almost up, my dears. Do you? It, is, there, do you is there anything else you could edit in our past? I can't. I, 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 what you need to understand is that the big picture stuff, Magnus, I can't touch that because if I do, I'll cease to exist. I'll, I'll cease to be, I can, I can only help you out in small ways, but I can't affect that bit, that big picture. Um, and I know that's hard to hear. Do you, do you have any other questions? We're almost out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of. Like where's Isaac? Where's June? Where's the chalice? All all three of those. You've you've been next door to them when you were down in the quarry. Remember the room with the with the seals over the door? Um you you should have no problem getting through those now. Oh, dunk. Okay, cool. Um she says, "Okay, we're we're seriously almost out of time. Um I have one last blessing for you, my emissaries. Your your fate is guiding you not today, not tomorrow but to a moment that will challenge you in a new and horrible way and i cannot make the difficult decision that lies at the end of your quest for you but i can grant you the time that you need to make that decision and then she just disappears for like a a couple of seconds and when she reappears she is wiping a tear from her eye and she says um you're going to be amazing and then the building comes down. Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your dungeon master, your best friend, your part-time Spanish tutor. Thank you for listening to episode 47 of The Adventure Zone. It's the seventh episode of the 11th Hour Saga. Only got a couple more episodes in this arc, and then we're going to be moving on to probably one of the last couple arcs um, before we wrap up this campaign. Uh, I'm pretty excited for where we're going to get to um, in in those arcs, but let's let's wrap this one up first. And well, first things first, let's let's get through this this commercial break, huh? I want to thank everybody who's been tweeting about the show using the the Zonecast hashtag. Uh, if you do so, you might end up as a character on the show. Talking about characters like, oh my god, my document for this arc has gotten completely ridiculous. I'm talking about characters like uh, Paloma, Church of Fear on Twitter, or Luca, Purple MFTW on Twitter, or Ren, Ren Fraley on Twitter, Roswell, Ben Roswell, Roswell writes on Twitter. Um, uh, all, all these folks tweet about the show using the, the Zonecast hashtag, and they ended up as a character on the show. You could, too. Um, probably on the next arc, um, I think I think we're all out of characters for this one. I don't know. We'll see. 
Um, but we appreciate you spreading the word about the show. We don't pay to market the show in any way. We don't advertise or any of that. Um, so, so you telling your friends is the, the only marketing that we get. And it's been so amazing, the growth that we've had for this show. And we appreciate you very, very much. We have an aura frame here at our house. And we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone, and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash McElroy Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter. 
In case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Got a couple Jumbotron messages here. If you want to get one on the show, just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. You can find out how. It's it's wicked easy. Uh, this first spot, I, I really want you to go to HeroForge.com and design a customized tabletop miniature for yourself. HeroForge is a service that lets tabletop gamers create a hero online in full 3D without any downloads or plugins. And that, that in-depth character creator lets you create your favorite heroes or villains or anything in between. And then, using the magic of 3D printing, and it is magic. I'm not supposed to read that part, but they got... Keebler elves up on that shit. Uh, Hero Forge will create a custom tabletop mini in plastic, steel, or bronze and send it right to your doorstep. Doesn't support mobile devices right now. Get on your desktop computer and head to HeroForge.com and get yourself a customized tabletop miniature. I might do that myself. I don't know who I'd, I'd probably immortalize Angus. Um, make me a boy, I will say to them. Just make me any boy. Um, got another personal message here. This one's for Sergio D, and it's from Anna B, a.k.a. Mod the Gnome, uh, who says, Thank you for being the best DM a grandmother gnome could ask for. Sorry I'm leaving this coast to go on a new adventure 2,000 miles away. You're a wonderful friend, a wonderful DM, and I'll miss you bunches. P.S. I turn into a bear. It's, uh, that's how most letters should end, I feel like. I feel like a lot of, like, I've read a lot of Civil War love letters, and it's, like, so boring. And if I could just read, like, by uh, my dearest Prudence, I love you, and um, please send me salt, Peter. And, by the way, I'm a fucking bear now. What's up? What's up now, Prudence? Hey, I want to tell you about something very, very, very cool I'm very excited about. Launching today, uh, we are starting off the campaign for the Adventure Zine. Um, I say we, I mean like a billion super talented artists who have all contributed fan art uh, for the Adventure Zone uh, to this zine. Um, Here's how it works. The zine is going to be about a 56-page art book uh, with fan art all done from uh, different artists. Uh, you're going to see a lot of, of names on there that you're going to recognize, um, all, all, all doing original uh, pictures from the show. Uh, and, and I've seen some previews. They look totally great. So, so this book's going to be about 56 pages. It's going to be an 8x10 book with full-color art with character designs, weapons, prop and collection items. Uh, full scene illustrations, inventory sheets, fantasy Costco stuff, and, and a whole lot more. Um, it's going to be printed in about fall 2016. Um, and so uh, what, what, what's launching today is a generosity crowdfunding campaign to help pay for the, uh, the, the printing and to, to pay some of the artists uh, and, and stuff like shipping. Um, and all of the net profit from the book, uh, f- following the distribution of the book, is going to go to Facing Hunger, which is a really amazing nonprofit charity in our hometown of Huntington, West Virginia. Um, so it's a super good cause, and the book is going to be super cool. Uh, the campaign kicks off today. Um, donations of, I think, $10 will get you a PDF of the art book, uh, while I think there's a $25 early bird tier that will get you the, the PDF and the book uh, in a bundle. Um, you can find, I'm, I'm not 100% sure on the details, but you can find all of the details and the generosity campaign that, that you can become a supporter of and get yourself a copy of this rad art book uh, of all Adventure Zone art. Uh, if you go to the Adventure Zine, that's the Adventure Z I N E dot com. Uh, it's a super super cool project and uh, benefiting a, a great cause. And like I'm 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 
out of my gourd excited for this thing. So once again, theadventurezine.com. Go become a supporter uh, and, and get your copy of the book. Big thanks, by the way, to Megan Rayleigh and Carrie Peach, who are the organizers of that project. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Uh, and then all the usual stuff. Go listen to all the shows on the Maximum Fun Network. We're proud to be a member of that network. There's great shows like Throwing Shade and Stop Podcasting Yourself and Jordan Jesse Go. You can find all the shows that we do at macroshows.com. We have tons and tons of different podcasts that we do, and we'd love for you to, to give them a shot. Uh, Max Fun Con East, we'll see you next week uh, if you're going to be there doing a, a, a fun little show that I think we're going to hold on to the recording of until uh, our holiday sort of uh, break when Travis and I have babies and are going to take a little bit of time off the podcast. We're going to have some stuff to put in the feed then that uh, I'm excited to publish. We're still sitting on that Boston Live show too. It's going to be so great. Anyway, uh, back to the show. Thanks for listening and uh, see you. The, the next episode goes up on uh, September 8th. So I'll talk to you then. Bye. So check this, the chance Lance. Oh <laughs> yeah! What do you think about that? I like uh, that a lot. Yeah, you can call what you want to call it. I, I had it labeled as the minute hand, but obviously it's your purview. I'm gonna call my ball nine seconds in heaven. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Why is just my sack? <laughs> yeah. So we got a ball, a sack, and a tool. <laughs> We did Wait it. Wait a minute. That's nah. true. Everything is gross in D&D. Everything's gross here. Um, yeah, so so you, do you guys feel like you understand the stuff that you got? Magnus, basically, you got a spear. That is a plus one spear. A spear? Uh, yeah. I feel like it's the chance lance. I'm pretty sure okay, the, the chance, chance lance. lance. Um, the chance lance, yeah. It's it's plus one. It's, it's basically the same uh, stats as... Uh, actually, it's probably D8 damage, not D10, like your axe. But you can throw it and recall it um, is the cool thing that you can do with that. And it will pop those bubbles. Will it pop any bubble? Is this a <laughs> magic bubble popping Lance Griffin or is this specific to this? I would say it statistically pops most bubbles. <laughs> um, no, it does. It is the, the enchantment pops these time bubbles. Okay. Um, so if somebody puts up like a magic barrier around themselves, it won't necessarily bring that down. What if they put a soap bubble up around them? I mean, it will pop that, yeah. It's a very nice. sharp spear. Yeah. But I'm going to write down pops most bubbles. In clinical testing. Yeah. Uh, five okay. out of six doctors agree. We'll pop bubbles. So you've just died again, and uh, you're back in the Shit. white space. And the, uh, the old woman is still lying on the ground. And the good news is that you can see that she is breathing. Um, the bad news is the reason that you can see that is because she is, like, so withered up in in the 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 yellow sundress that she is wearing that you can like you can you can see her breathing um like very clearly it's not it's not great um she looks uh a, like 140 years old griffin in the half a second that we're there is there yeah. anything we can see in the room anything about the room any characteristics you think you hear music that's it but we can't like see the room. No, it's like f- it's it's completely faded out white. Cool. Um, yeah. And you wake up, and you're in front of Roswell, and you're in front of Refuge, and sure enough, you are armed still with your gifts from Istis. 
What do you guys think would happen if I just smashed this bubble right now? Death, destruction, the usual. It wouldn't be great. Probably not good, right? Like, I shouldn't, right? Like, I could, but I... You I could. could. Don't, don't. No, don't do it. Oh, wait. I know what we need to do. Uh, first, Junebug. And Roswell <laughs> stands to attention. Um, how did you know that? Oh, I guess it yeah, doesn't It doesn't matter. What do you need me to do? Junebug and our first order is don't question us. <laughs> yeah, no questions. The okay. well. Guys, the well. Remember how we like did the well and we could hear the thing? That's our shortcut to get back down the mine. Right. Okay. Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. And there's a bubble you can pop. Yeah. Now that I've got the thing, we can get through the well. And I'm ready with the sound effect. Oh, okay, this is cool. good. This great, will be great. good to watch with my eyes. This is good, <laughs> good synergy of a plan. Um, uh, okay. Um, you you head over to the large well. Um, Roswell, pre- hold, hold this rope. Okay, Roswell says, uh, okay, you got it, and and hold, do you have a rope? You probably do. Yeah. Okay. Now, Roswell, uh, pull uh, my finger. We don't need a rope. We got the, we got the Umbra staff. We're good. Okay. Um, what I, is the Umbra? Oh, you but, have But the rope will fall. let us get back out quickly, too. Okay, that's fine. I mean, if you guys want to rely on ropes, gravity's not really, <laughs> like, a thing for me, but, like, if you want to throw a rope down, that's fine. I won't be using the rope. You think I should pop the bubble before we jump down? Uh, The bubble's kind of at the bottom of the well. I was was mainly asking, you guys like mentioned a few things there. I don't know how the three of you are actually getting down. I'm not going first, but if you guys want to do the, 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 that thing, the, the rope thing, feel free. Sure. Uh, Roswell holds on to the rope and it is really, really, you know, they're, they're, they're holding it tight and it's, it's sturdy. You're going to leave them out here. We're going to leave them out, out here. Shouldn't we have them come down with us? Huh? a good point sure yeah you know what you're right i mean we can tie a rope <laughs> like we can do that <laughs> okay. like this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. bad use of resources yeah 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 let's let's do I, what you i've said. got i've got a tank that I, i'm gonna use to press my robes make them look all crisp and nice uh okay so what are you how are you getting down you tying the rope off to i mean it's near the exterior fence of town so there is a thing that you could tie it to um, or you could do some other way of getting down the well. Yeah, that's good. We'll tie it off. Okay. Uh, yeah, you tie it off, and you have this length of rope that goes down into the well. We'll climb down. I'll go first, because we got that. They're buble. Okay. Um, and I'll climb down and pop the Michael Buble. All right. Um, I don't think this would require a climbing chat. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Is that athletics? Yeah. Uh, do take take advantage on it though, because I mean you're repelling, so you're having an easier time, and you have a rope, so like you should you should. Okay. Be, yeah. My second was sixteen plus eight, twenty four. Okay. Yeah. You 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 make it down easily. Um. Are you, is anybody else coming coming in after you? Or are they waiting to see if you pop the bubble and get down safely? I'm waiting okay. until the bubble is popped. I believe in you, Magnus. All right. Yeah, Magnus. You you make your way down, and uh, it's it's a fairly dark trip down for the most part um but when you when you uh get get close to the bottom of the well um sure enough you can see some faint light coming from that gigantic uh chamber below you and in fact you actually see that light shining off of the purple worm or the 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 glistening teeth of the purple worm um you don't share uh that's not the same bubble as the one that you're basically standing on at this point uh but you can you can see into that large room that you're in before Okay, I pop the well bubble. Okay, you use the chance lance. Yeah, I lance it. I okay. lance the boil. 
All right, you drive the the point of the 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 chance lance down into the bubble below you, and it uh, it, it it opens a hole in in the uh, in the bubble, and then the bubble, the entire like sphere of the barrier, just pops and disappears. And sure enough, you now have access into uh, shaft A. Okay. And uh, the rope, the rope uh, drops the rest of the way down uh, as, once you once you pop that bubble. Okay, I climb down, but is there any way to like not land on top of Doctor Worm? Um, I mean, Doctor Worm is still covered by by a bubble, so as long as you don't pop that, then I don't trust good. myself. Uh, sure, I, I land on that and I move away from Doctor Worm as quick as I can. Okay, yeah, and now you're you're standing on the uh, walkway that was going around that that shaft. All clear. It's that fine. that echoes that echoes up the well, and you hear it. Uh, I go last, so you, uh, Roswell, get down there. Uh, Roswell says, "You got it," and uh, just pretty much effortlessly repels down the side of it. Uh, you hear actually the hmm. Nope, that can't be how this happens. Got to respect the fiction here a bit because uh, Roswell weighs like a ton. Quite heavy. They're, they're a ton of clay. Um, so as they grab the rope and sort of position themselves to start rappelling down the well, uh, the the uh, fence at the edge of town that the rope is uh, tied to, you hear it start to crack and groan. Uh, I uh, transform the fence into stone with transmutation. Okay, dig it. Yeah, you you transform the thick fence post. Um, that this rope is suspended to. You, 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 you go put your hand on it, and it turns to stone and supports Roswell's weight, and Roswell uh, manages to climb down the length of the rope and joins you, Magnus, in shaft A. Check out this shaft. Okay. <laughs> I know that there's some other name for this thing I just did, but I, I know I can do the thing, so let's just all try to have I mean, it's called change, here, okay? ma- change Material. Transmutation so, is such a better name. Next, uh, who, Taco? It's Merle? probably something that takes like three hours Okay, okay, so what kind of check is it? Athletics check? Depends on how you do it. If you just want to climb down the rope, then yeah, it's athletics. I just want to climb down the rope. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Okay, I already did. I rolled a 14 plus 2 for athletics. So yep, 16. That, is, that is adequate. And Magnus, you see Merle descend from the hole in the ceiling and climb down onto the top of the bubble and join you on the walkway. As he climbs, Hi, down, as he climbs down in my head, I'm going... Yeah, because he's doing. He, that's the sound that would accompany this, this climbing yes. effort. Um, Taco? Uh, yeah, I'm cast Featherfall on myself with the Umber Staff. Okay. I just kind of uh, lightly float down. Yeah, you just the the three of you, uh, Merle and and Magnus and Roswell, just see Taco descend down. Are you using the umbrella like Mary Poppins style? You don't need to. Oh, Natch, and I don't need to for sure, but I defo am. Okay. Uh, Then all four of you have made your way down into uh, the sort of top room of Shaft A, and you see the worm below you. You have that door that you had to like work so hard to to uh get through through your uh many attempts at solving the puzzles of the of the quarry and uh in front of you is another door with another bubble on it that you weren't able to get through before and it's only about um it's only about 1107 right now i pop that shit okay you pop that other door and it's uh uh you you see the sort of mechanism to uh, open it, which you do, and you find yourselves in another airlock, um, like the one that led into this room. Only this one doesn't have a puzzle bomb 
inside of it. Is there a window or anything in this airlock, Ditto, that we can, like, check the next room before we go tromping through? Um, no, but uh, if this were a Final Fantasy game, there would be a save point in this place. Okay, so we use a tent okay, and a yeah, couple a, uh, a ethers. And uh, that the other door of the airlock opens up. And you see a fairly similar site. It's another huge room with a fenced-off circular section in the middle, hundreds of feet wide. Uh, there's a sign hanging uh, directly in front of you on a guardrail that uh, has this marked as Shaft B. And uh, the, the metal sliding hatch that uh, you, you saw over the top of, of Shaft A uh, that hadn't been shut... Uh, is actually shut over this hole. So it's it's covering the entirety of, of Shaft B. Um, and there's the same sort of circular cart track going around this shaft. Um, but this this room has a large wooden observation deck. And it's flush with the rest of the room, built off just to the side of the track. And, and on that observation deck, you see two figures. And the first is the woman from the white space. And she's mm-hmm. wearing she's wearing that same yellow sundress, and she's floating in her own time locked barrier. Um, and her her withered hands are wrapped around the temporal chalice, and her eyes are closed, and her her face is looking down almost in prayer. The other figure on this deck is sitting on the floor of the deck, and he's got his back up against a, a, a few barrels, um, and he's wearing a big black Stetson hat, and he's. Uh, holding the the handle of a mattock, like a pickaxe, that he's just twirling lazily on the ground at his side. And he's smoking a long black cigarette. And as you enter the room, he doesn't move an inch. Uh, He just says, uh, Merle, Magnus, Taco, may as well come on in. You boys want to smoke? I've only got two, but if you wait an hour or so, I'll be back to having three again. Isaac? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Only losers smoke, Isaac. Uh, Isaac sees that. Right. I give tur- Isaac an hour-long lecture about the dangers of smoking. <laughs> uh, he sees, uh, He actually sees that Roswell is in here, and that actually kind of gets his attention. He says, uh, oh, Big Buddy, I didn't, didn't expect you to be down here, too. But Okay. What can I do for you, fellas? I think I know, but let's hear it. I mean, the short version is we need that cup. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've I've been there. Trust me, I know, I know all about needing that cup. No, 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 not like it's not. We don't desire the cup. We like need it, like as an adult responsibility. We need it to do okay. a thing, and then we'll leave, and we could save everything. We're businessmen. We don't want the cup for like amateur reasons. It's like our job. It's we're like pickers. we're supposed. Yeah, we're like paid to do it. This is like a thing we're supposed to do. And then we can maybe fix what I think maybe you fucked up. He, he takes a long drag of that cigarette and he says, um, oh, I, I know exactly the types of men that you are. I, I seen it. He said, you're, you're the types of men that abuse every drop of power ever given to them. Men, men, no. like, men like me, you're bank robbers. You're bullies and thieves and liars and swindlers. I'm going to stop yeah. you there. And no, Not really. Well, I, I mean, mean, if you want to itemize. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's, he's, you he's left out murderers, extortionists. Also, also carpenter. Is, I don't know if that's a thing. I, I bake. He says, uh, yeah, I see. Uh, he says, I, 
you know, when y'all made yourselves known to me, I I managed to keep an eye on you these past couple loops. And I feel like I know your character pretty damn well. So, listen, folks so, like us just so can't you're be, the shadow, right? He says he says folks like us can't be trusted with power like this. He says if you I, I you can't have it. And if you make a move on this girl, I will draw on you. And may, and maybe I'll win, maybe I'll lose, but I can guarantee you one thing, and that is that I'll see you tomorrow. So you'll kill us just like you killed Jack. He says, the reason why I killed Jack is exactly why I can't let y'all have this cup. Because you want it. No, this cup makes you do unnatural things. Do you I- think that this is the first object like that we've dealt with? What are you talking about? Do you possibly know a figure in a red robe, Isaac? You're talking about the visitor that came and brought Jack June to this town, right? Yeah. I never met him personally, no. Well, that visitor and us, we share a similar purpose. There are, uh, there are items like this throughout the world. And if we get our hands on this, it'll be like the fifth one we've dealt with. He takes another long drag, and he sort of eyes you over. And he says... That's an interesting proposition. Why don't you make a, a persuasion check, check actually, before I... I'm not I... really good at that. Well, you're doing it. Well, that's an 18 plus 1, so 19. Um, he's, he's intrigued by this line of logic. He's like... And he, he takes a long drag of a cigarette, and he says, uh, that's an interesting proposition, although I've got to say, boys, actions speak a lot louder than words, and your, your, your actions these past couple loops have been, well, pretty heinous. Well, yeah, but they didn't count. It's like pretensies. He says, "How do you know? How do you know they weren't going to count? How do, how do you know that each of these loops ain't going to be the last one? None of us know." Isaac, aren't you a man of the law? I I find myself in that position. Yeah, and he is. You can actually see he's wearing a big um, sheriff's badge. So all those things that hold you back from doing good because you can't be as destructive as the bad guys because you have to worry. About everyone. You have to protect everyone. What if you didn't have to worry and you could just cut out the bullshit and do good recklessly? (laughs) That kind of defines our whole being. Reckless good doing is like kind of what we do. Was it reckless good doing when you attacked Roswell in the last loop or when you robbed that bank or Taco? Was it reckless? Taco... Was it reckless good doing when you swindled those two folks at the Davy Lamp out of their money and had no intention of giving them the great magic lesson that you promised? I, I did. Listen, if that had been the last loop, I would have done the fucking class. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's let's leave it at that. Had had I had to call to the bat, I would have done the class. Listen, we're on the same side here. We're in law enforcement as well, and I pull out my um plastic sheriff badge. An attempt to uh, bluff him that okay. we are also law enforcement. Would uh, I get a plus three? Yeah, go ahead and make that roll. <gasps> it's a 17. 20 altogether. All right. He uh, he stops twirling that mattock on the ground. He just kind of holds it firm. And he says, "You law? Where? Where are you from? Where do you where do you where do you do your your law keeping?" Well, partner, um, where's some <laughs> of that? Undercover Kansas City law, if you've heard about that. Sort of a f- the Federales. Pinkertons. Pinkertons. Sort of Federale Pinkertons, partner. He, uh, he, he hoists himself up using that mattock. And um, 
Sorry, point of order. What's the, what? Matic? Can you? It's like a, it's like a pi- it's like a pickaxe. Um, but it's okay. got a flat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. And he 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 loses this like eagle-eyed concentration that he's had on the four of you this whole time as he uh, walks towards you. He says, "Let me see that badge," and he 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 starts to walk in your direction. Um, we better kill him. Yeah, I I kind of side eye taco. Like we need to kill him. Let's I, just kill him. I side eye taco and just like silently tighten my grip on the chance lance. <laughs> he says, "Taco, let me. Sh- sorry, Sheriff Taco, can I, just let me see the badge. I just want to verify something real quick." <laughs> um. Um. You just got it cleaned. This is a. This is a temp one. <laughs> I lost my main one, partner, and uh, this here is my um, calling Buckaroo. Buckaroo, Call Buckaroo. Buckaroo, this one is kind of a loner. <laughs> Sounds there, legit. It's um, you got respect for your badge is real important, and I had to get my. <laughs> I had to get my cleaned partner, and this one here is uh, sort of a tip, like um, when you lose your driver's license. He uh, takes the badge, and he looks at it. Don't bite it. (laughs) (laughs) He... now be careful with that. That's the only one I got. He hangs his head. He hangs his head for a second. And he's just like, just, just stop. Just. I hurl the lance at the bubble. Okay. Um. You and I are going to make dexterity contest against each other. Okay. That's, oh, fuck. Um, I have uh, 10 plus 2, 12. I'm trying to think of how I can make this the most interesting. You reach down and grab the lance and... Point uh, of order, I did already have my hand on it. Okay. No, I mean, you, you, you have the lance um, and you sort of arc it back to toss it at the the bubble with June inside. Um, and, like, as soon as you move too quickly, his hand is at his side, and he he pulls out the wand that he had in his holster. It looks badass. It looks kind of like Rin's wand that Rin had up in the, the Davy lamp, um, and pulls it, and a, uh, a bolt of lightning arcs out of it in your direction. Uh, Magnus, make a dex saving throw. So I didn't beat that contest, then. So you did you're not. Saying. No. Uh, nope, that's not going to do it. That's a three. Where those? See, you called me out on those good rolls, Griffin, and they disappeared. So that's a three uh, plus two. It's a five. Okay, five. you are going to take st- just a great deal of damage. Um, thirty-one. Okay, well, thirty-one points use, of lightning damage. I'm going to use parry then. Well, that's a. It was a oh, range, magic. Oh, fuck. Magic okay. attack. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you are sort of blasted backwards always um and you 31 you say yeah and you dropped the chance lance what uh as you were knocked backwards okay um just because you were sort of in the process of getting ready to throw it i think it would disrupt your attack and make you drop it okay um so we're not in a fight right um, no, I'd rather we didn't get into a fight right now, just because I think it would go on a, a bit too long, and I think there's more interesting ways of resolving this without re- resorting to initiative and stuff. Okay. Uh, as I as I go to cast, I shout at Merle, handle the sheriff. Got it. All right, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to cast banishment 
audio. Okay. Um, you and I are going to make a dexterity contest then, and that I guess that will be the way that we distract him. That's what I'm sees, thinking. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a d20 and add your dex. Fifteen. Uh, that is a 22. A bolt of lightning emerges from his wand that he just kind of whips around in your direction. Uh, and you are also struck by a bolt of lightning, uh, but you give Taco sort of the opportunity that he needs. I'm going to do more quick math real quick. Actually, I'm going to do this on my computer. You take 25 points of damage. Ah, dunk. And you are knocked backwards. Um, but you you and um, uh, you and uh, Taco drew at the same time, and uh, that opens you up, Taco, to not having to duel him uh, to do whatever it is you're going to do. All right, I cast Bigby's hand, and a large, translucent hand of pure force emerges over the um, the chance lance. Okay. I grab it with Bigby's hand and send it flying at the uh, the bubble. And I'm not talking about the the thing. I just send Bigby's hand with the the chance lance hurtling at the bubble. Okay. Um, you do this, and. Uh, how fast does the hand move? Hmm, good question. Super fast. Like, you, you wouldn't probably... even believe it. It's really good. The hand lasts for the spell's duration. It moves at your command, mimicking the movements of your own hand. So, I mean, like, I guess it doesn't have... Okay, range is 120 feet. Okay, yeah, that's close enough. So, so you you reach out, and your hand is now mimicking Bigby's hand, and it takes... It takes uh, Isaac a second to realize what it is you're doing as you sort of reach down to the ground and grasp nothing... Uh, and then jab your arm forward, um, and as you do that, he kind of gets the picture and turns around and levies a bolt. Roswell, clobber him! At the hand. Yeah, all right, sick. Uh, he he draws on the on the hand as it flies towards uh, as it flies towards the bubble. Let's paint this picture. Magnus, you're lying kind of smoking on the ground. Uh, not cigarettes, but no, cigarettes are for losers. Yeah, you've made that point known. Uh, Merle, you're kind of the same up next against him. Uh, and Taco, you've just jabbed an invisible spear forward. Uh, a bolt of lightning is kind of coming out of the wand as uh, Roswell runs and uh, just, like, tackles uh, As uh, Roswell's running, I, do I have time to get in a great quip? Yeah, sure. Okay. As Roswell's running, I say... Sheriff Isaac, guess what time it is? What? And then then Roswell tackles him. Fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the spear pops into the bubble and it opens a hole. And as soon as it does, time starts to slow down. Um like just sort of capturing this tableau as lightning is like halfway to its target. Um and Roswell is and, and, and Isaac are kind of both sideways in the air. Uh, and uh, Taco, you've got your arm jab forward, and the, the other two boys are lying smoking on the ground. And time slows and slows and slows, and then just stops. And it's quiet. And then a wave of white light. Not like flashlight light, but like physical light, almost like a like white milk or something. Uh, with these bright sort of rainbow streaks in it, comes pouring out of the cup in a wave, like a literal, like a literal tall ocean wave, and it washes over everybody in this room, 
And then suddenly the three of you, without Roswell, without Isaac, are in the white space. Um, but it's not... It's not like the white space that you've stood in before. It's not this undefined empty room. In fact, it looks almost identical to the Davy lamp. And there's like there's shadows of patrons here going about their business in slow motion that you can't really hear or interact with. Um, the the pianist is at the piano and they're they're playing a, a sort of a soft, sad jazz song. Um, and you see June and she's holding the the chalice. And she invites you to sit at a table that she's sort of reserved for you. Is this the Matrix? I think this is the Matrix. It's the Matrix. Oh, wait, this is the ma- we're doing. Is this finally in the Matrix? Is Story it the red the pill or the blue pill? I can't remember which one. Do we do? Lawrence Fishburne is there, <laughs> uh, but Cowboy Curtis Fishburne, which is weird. No, we sit uh, at the table. Okay, or I do. I can't speak for you guys. Yes, we sit down. Okay, and uh, June, who actually looks not quite as withered up as she. Did before she looks like she's maybe 90 years old now not 120 um but she tells us about the heart of the ocean and the man that she met on the titanic <laughs> no she says um i just knew that the three of you could do it from the moment i saw you i, I knew you wanted to find me bad enough to actually do it she says yeah we're pretty cool i must you must be pretty confused right now right you're the little girl, but you're old now because you were in a time bubble thing. You're close. Um, this is... Okay, this is complicated. I'm the cup. Hmm? I'm the the temporal chalice, I guess you call me. I, I In a way, I have June, which sounds a lot more sinister than it is. I just I just needed a place to hide out for a while and, until the right folks came along. And um, she she taps her fingers on the table. She says, the fact that the three of you aren't sort of freaking out right now tells me that you've encountered other relics like me already. And I'm guessing the fact that you're sitting here right now means that you didn't use them. You're a cup? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like people could drink out of you. I guess if they wanted to, although it doesn't seem advisable. But um, like they could. That's weird. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I wasn't always a cup, um, but... Wait, yeah. hold on. Is that is that true of all of the artifacts? Are all the artifacts former people? Uh, the cup in June's form. Uh, it's not June's form. June is here. June is holding the cup. June is talking to you, but addressing you as the cup. And uh, she says, well, that's kind of hard to explain. I don't remember being made, but I remember, well, I remember two things. I was made to, to want to be used and to, to make other people want to use my power. But I remember before all this, before I was a cup, and before I was torn into seven parts, and jammed into dishes and gloves and what have you, I was something incredible. I could, I could breathe life into entire realities and shape existence at my master's will. And, and when she says that, June kind of gets lost in thought a bit. And she says, in, th- in this form as a cup... With a seventh of the power that I once had, I, I just don't have that kind of freedom anymore. I have I have some broad power over time, yeah, but not enough to actually change anything. And I'm hoping that that's where you can come in. I, I, I believe that with a user who is determined enough to use me to change the world, I could have the power 
to, to change the past and, and, and reshape the world. And I promise I'm not going to do anything to you that you don't want me to do. I swear it. I'm not going to cast some thrall over you or whatever. But I truly believe that together we can fix the wrongs of the past and we can make this world better in the process. So I'm, I'm not going to hypnotize you or anything like that. I'm just asking for the opportunity to, to make a, a pitch for you. I just want you to hear me out and then I'll release the girl and then I'll go with you in peace. So you're the cup. Uh. <laughs> what I want to set up here, I'll tell you straight up. I don't think it's interesting to have you guys do a, like a wisdom saving throw to decide whether or not you don't use the Grand Relic, right? I okay. don't think that's interesting. What I want to do is try to sell you on it. Just words, no rolls, no, no, you know, thrall, no nothing. Just want, I just want to try and sell you on using this thing and see how you respond to that. Okay. In the next episode. So that in mind, what's, what is, how do you respond to this? Yeah, you know, well, we'll listen, we'll listen. Yeah, sure. we'll always listen. But listen, I don't want you to think that we're not on equal footing here. You may be able to shift worlds and breathe life into realities, but I recently come across some information of my own. I know Kung Fu. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. New York City, listen up. Your fellow Max Fun listeners and hosts are gathering at Stuart Wellington's new Brooklyn bar, and you're invited. You probably know Stuart from his hilarious movie riffing on the flop house, but did you know he's also a small business owner? It's true. Join Stuart and a ton of new Max Fun friends at the Hinterlands Bar on Saturday, August 27th at 7 p.m. You can find more information at bit.ly slash MaxFunHinterlands. See you there. I'm Travis. And I'm Andy. And we host Bunker Buddies, a comedy apocalypse podcast every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org. We've got a brand new format for our podcast that we hope you want to come and check out. We try out products for your go bag. We'll try out cheddar larvae and cricket bars so you don't have to. We play Would You Rather and answer questions from the audience. And we have great guests that pop into the bunker. It's everything you love about the show and more. Come check it out every Wednesday here on MaximumFun.org. Stay safe out there. There's always hope and cheesecake.